0: Going.
1: It's good.
0: We should stop doing these. Like at the end of when we hang out, so then it's I know. like <laughs> we, we have cool things to say. Um, I love how I also just called it hangout as if we didn't just fully like look at an Excel sheet for a long time. We also looked at folders
2: on a
1: computer.
0: Yeah, it's real office hours. Sick. Saturday afternoon. We're, Sunny summer yeah. day. Well, we were skating yesterday we all did. day, so I feel better about the fact that we did this and we're wasting precious daylight.
2: No, honestly, I'm not trying to skate between like the hours of eleven thirty and two thirty. It
1: is brutal.
0: Like
2: yeah. It's been eighty it's too
1: hot. It
0: was
2: like eighty seven yesterday.
0: I I melted. It's just like I don't really need to feel the sun fully hitting my face off of this.
2: I feel like... I was saying this at the skate park yesterday that I feel like a lot of skate parks are, like, just those big... Like, when you see the, like, the the pictures of the ladies in the 60s holding those like big yeah, metal things That's like, exactly skate what that park is. is like one big one of those and you're just in the middle and all of the sun's reflecting off of the concrete onto your body. Um, the second yeah. you walk like just all outside of the skate park you're like it's not as hot and I don't get it. Well yesterday
0: when we were at Maloof Skate Park it yeah. is also just fully symmetrical on both sides yeah. so that yeah. really is just like all <laughs> like, the sun. Like the corner pipes are always on the outside so it's like radiating crazy. in there god wow um, um why were we there yesterday
2: well <laughs> just kidding um we got to host a fun clinic with the skate kitchen and lacy baker because mm. nike hosted a little thing called go play day
0: yeah um they repaved that whole park so it's
2: fresh yeah i don't did they re- or did resurface they re- it again? Yeah, yeah they resurfaced it they added a lower ledge they added a different handrail, and then just, like, some other more mellow transition stuff, so if you are in the Queens, New York area, you might want to go check it out, because it's not, like, literally just for a pro contest anymore.
0: Yeah. Regular people can (laughs) skate it, too. Normies
2: can skate it, too.
0: (laughs) I actually went down my biggest bank I've ever been down, so i'm really excited my applause. <laughs> thank you um so yeah normies so can definitely skate it i yeah. am telling you first
2: and i definitely ate shit going off a like four foot curb honestly That's... though good yeah. i'll clap too now i'm gonna thank you. i'm <laughs> gonna shout out nina for making me do that because I'm, oh like, great okay i was steady, like not doing stuff that i know i can do right out of fear lately and i don't know why like oh. i go through phases where like oh th- this is why i go through phases where i like skate a bunch with like no fear and then i hurt myself really bad and then yeah. i can't skate for like two weeks and then i'm like all right the fear is it's like less of a fear but more like a self-preservation feeling yeah you know of just like uh, i know that i could probably do that but i know i'll get broke off trying it so right. maybe i'll like get to that slower yes. and not hurt myself and be able to skate the whole time.
0: I was coaching a girl yesterday. I think her name was Gabriella.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Well, not coaching. I was, like, talking to her about mm-hmm. um, she had the same exact kind of thing. And so I was talking to her, and I was like, listen, how about we just go down this little Thing and just kind of make yeah. a big circle and she's like I've never gone down anything before. Yeah. And I was like okay then let's do let's it. Let's
1: start with that. Um
0: and then she immediately like landed her ollie, sick. like thirty minutes later with Lacey's help. I was like so okay sick. so I'm so glad that we got you out of that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> was yeah, awesome. watching
2: Lacy. I mean honestly, watching all of the girls teach people was just like so nice. Um, well I was like tr- those the girls that wanted to learn how to ollie um they asked me for help and i was like oh god okay uh and then i just like saw lacy and i was like lacy can you come help please (laughs) and they were like um yes i can definitely do that and i swear just like even just the smallest tips from lacy really just you can just tell how much they um really understand the nuances of skateboarding and then can communicate that like really clearly and supportively supportively a word I don't know. Uh, well, now it is. Um, and then just like watching, obviously, like all the Skate Kitchen girls. I mostly got to hang out with Jules because she was kind of in the section yeah. that I was teaching in. I just, and same thing, like, I mean, I've skated with Lacey, I've skated with Jules. The same feeling that I get from skating with them. Yeah. I can see them giving the other that feeling to other people, just like. Jules gets so hyped for you if you do, like, even the tiniest thing. Like, it makes you feel, like, better about it because Jules is like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I remember Jules DM'd (laughs) me when I posted that I got my kick turns down.
0: And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, you took the time to do that? That's
2: so cute. She's really the sweetest. Aw. So it was, like, a truly wholesome moment. And then it was also cool seeing at the end of the event because it was, like, mostly girls and, like, non-binary folks Mm -hmm. um, or kids hanging out with us. And then um, when it was time for the Open Skate Jam, we just saw, like, all these kind of, like, (laughs) butthurt dudes, like, waiting in line, kind of like, why do they get to go first? And it was just, like... For, like, 45 minutes in the sun. So many times when we do events like this, it's so cool to, like, watch these guys kind of have this, like, existential moment of like Truly. i don't understand this feeling of being second yeah and like yeah. it's an existence that like we live all it's the time my that we're like so used to yes and just like i don't want to make anyone feel second but it's like cool when it just like has to happen Yeah, to like watch it and be like damn you really didn't know what that felt like until now. And, like, maybe you'll think differently next time, which is cool.
0: Yeah, especially with the 14 security guards. <laughs> <Where are they? laughs> no, just kidding. No one. Nothing bad happened. Yeah, that's us the security guards. <laughs> um, that also was a continuation of Go
2: Skateboarding Day. Um, it was? Yeah, he was saying basically. I thought it was, like, a response to Go Skateboarding Day. Like, Nike's like, we're not just about Go Skate Day. Like, we're about, like, all the sports and hanging out. Yes, yeah.
0: I guess I meant continuation because I know they did stuff for Go Skateboarding Day, and then this is just skateboarding stuff. But yeah, I think yeah. they did a bunch of other events with like cool. Um, what am I trying to say? Cool. Not, Charity is not the right word. Nonprofit places. Oh. I um. Didn't know that. Yeah, that were That's like cool. in the morning, like clinics, like we did. Yeah. So,
1: pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Good job, making.
0: Um, speaking of Go Skateboarding Day,
2: uh, we, the day after... <laughs> we opted out of Go Skateboarding <laughs> We opted day. out,
0: because we have
1: jobs.
2: Well, you have a job. Um... You had
1: a job, then. I did skate to my bartending job that day. Yeah. But in terms of 12, we opted right. out. Oh, yeah. Yes, to we did. We like, an event, because we just...
2: I'm down from the vans events,
0: yes, we did. Um, but anyway. we went to LES for the Red Bull drop in event. Mm-hmm. Those, I was like, are those the right words? Um, and we had a little girl's trick, and it was awesome. To we had s- a girl's best
2: trick contest, yes. That we had, there you go. <laughs> there you go. A little girl's trick would be, I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know. I
0: don't
2: know. a trick that little girls do. Or I got nervous. I like wood
0: tricks, like, window <laughs> talking. I don't know, yes, women's best. Trick,
2: um, yeah, I thought that was cool. That, um, I think Steve Rodriguez hit us up and he was just kind of like, I'm a dude, it's a bunch of Red Bull dudes. Like, we want to have a women's best trick contest, but it's also important that they're like women involved in the judging process, yes, too. So, I thought that was really cool. He also kind of just like let us chime in on like all of the parts of the contest, which was nice, yeah. Um, it's just cool seeing people like take that, like, little like, not that hard to do, but little yeah. step that hasn't been done in a- for totally. years to be like, hey, we want to make sure that, like, this is as inclusive as we can make it, and we're, t- we're getting there. So thanks, Steve. Yeah, and I-, I forgot
0: who <laughs> I was talking to, but on the way to the event, I asked someone if they were going. I don't know why. I don't remember who it was. And they were, oh, Jesse um from Adidas, and they were like, yeah, that's cool. I saw you guys were judging that like a trick. It's great that they kind of prepared because on Go Skateboarding Day, in actuality, they just kind of were like, "Oh, surprise, yeah. girls! Do you want to do something?" And no girls were really there.
2: Yeah, that's Sam who actually won the women's best trick. Yeah, um, shout out Sam. Um, she was at Go Skateboarding Day the day before at LES, and she was talking to us about how stoked she was. Even just when we were riding around before the contest, that like there were, like, already more girls just at the park. Yeah. Like, I don't know where Adidas went wrong in, like, the promotion of the event or whatever. It's just wild to me, too, knowing that, like, probably their biggest pro, or arguably one of their biggest pros, is a female skater. Yeah.
0: So. (laughs) So weird. Maybe it was, like, because of New York specifically, but. Oh, you New York still... has
2: less women, obviously. No, yeah. no, no. I just meant.
0: <laughs> no. I just meant that, like, maybe her resources were at a different location, but that doesn't excuse the fact that they could yeah. have easily advertised to other people. Um,
2: uh, I think Jen Soto was at LES, another fantastic pro oh, yeah. on the New right. team. I'm so, so <laughs> They literally have no excuse. Called out. Hit us up is. Let's go. <laughs>
0: no excuse. Let us judge your contest. Uh-huh. Actually, let us throw a contest for you. Yeah.
2: Or actually just, you don't even need to include us. That's what do. Just do it right. Just promote. Yeah. To anyone. No. So, anyway. That was a tangent. Um, What else do we have on our little
0: on our agenda agenda um okay so as you can obviously tell we have not done a podcast in a minute um we're gonna switch around our frequency to kind of bring you a great selection of guests depending on their availability not when we decide to do a season yeah it just kind of makes it easier for everyone to not force them into certain dates yeah and like
2: you know if someone is visiting new york like grabbing them for an interview and just like that's kind of when we post it so stay tuned if there's anyone you want to hear from yeah dm us email us yeah i don't know send us a letter um (laughs)
0: get one of those planes that like spells it out in the sky over anything you know
2: um it would be cool to hear who you want to hear from so
0: Hell yeah. And speaking of, Kristen, who are we hearing from? Lisa (laughs)
2: Whitaker! Woo! Um, We love
0: Lisa. We love Lisa.
2: Girls skateboarding loves Lisa. Skateboarding loves Lisa.
0: (laughs) Very true. Uh, We met Lisa at Wheels of Fortune officially, but we did the interview ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was so exciting to actually meet her because you really... I mean, we obviously knew of her impact, and which is why we wanted to do the interview with her. But then seeing her impact and just seeing, like, what a lovely and caring person to everyone mm-hmm. was just
2: so cool. It was awesome. And also, I mean, one, yeah, just meeting her in person just made me love her even more. And then just seeing how stoked everyone was when she arrived because she got there, like, mm-hmm. a little bit into the coffee and conversations. Yeah. Everyone was just, like, freaking out and just, like, Yeah, you really can tell that people, that Lisa helped people do whatever they wanted to do, and that they're so thankful for that, you know? Like, thanks for paving the way. You're such a G. I know.
0: (laughs) I can't remember if I even told you this, but when I was, like, sitting at our little booth at Wheels of Fortune next to Mama Skate, and Mm -hmm. um, Lisa was just giving her such great advice about, like, business and shipping and stuff, and it was like... You don't have to do that, but, like, as someone who runs a business, like, going out of your way to help such a, like, a smaller business in scale, Mm -hmm. is that was just so nice of her. I don't know, really, that really impacted me, like, so much to just, as an instance of all the cool things Lisa does, so.
2: Side note before we get into the interview, though, like, the Mama Skate Pants. My butt looks good. Thank you.
0: My butt looks good. (laughs) All right, well, tell us how your butt looks. Tell us who else you want us to (laughs) interview. And uh, we'll, without further ado.
2: Damn it. We've got Lisa Whitaker of Many Talents, the Girl Skate Network, <laughs> Meow Skateboards most notably today. Hi, Lisa. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. Um, so do you want to, I guess I kind of introduced you in the most broad sense, but is there anything else broadly that you're involved in that you wanted to introduce before um, we kick it off officially? I also
3: do a lot of
0: work uh, with Women's Skateboarding Alliance. With Mimi Noob. Yeah, I'm so sorry. My cat just did, <laughs> as I prefaced before, my cat was going to do something and chose that exact moment to knock over everything on the desk. It's okay. By
3: the time this is
1: through, I'm sure my dog will do
0: something. So what you were saying was um, women Women's Skate, skate women.
2: Alliance. <laughs> with Mimi Noob
3: women skateboarding alliance. Okay, sorry to cut you
2: off. That's um that's definitely something I'm interested in touching on because in my like little preliminary research on you, um <laughs> that came up and it's something that I never heard of before, which kind of makes sense cuz it seems like it's more on the business side of skateboarding. Yeah, behind
1: the scenes stuff.
2: So that's really so, awesome to know that there's people we can trust on the behind the scenes stuff for sure. Um but I think before we get into that, I would love to know kind of very obviously how you got into skateboarding
1: well um
3: i grew up on the street with like a bunch of kids in a similar age range and mm-hmm. um, i mean we all play outside together all day after school and there were i mean we'd all go through phases like you know everyone got a bmx bike we were mm-hmm. all the bmx or freestyle and like someone got a pogo stick we're all the pogo <laughs> sticks you know like flag, flag football or whatever it is like we went through these cycles together, and while I had, I mean, I think I got like a skateboard from the swap me Swap meet when I was a kid, and my dad made my brother a skateboard with like some old roller skates and, and <laughs> wood. And on his first go on that board, he was going down the street pushing on his knees, and hit a hose. Like he thought he could go over the hose. Oh like no. We forward and split open his chin and had to get stitches. Um, so there's blood all over the board. And we were told we were uh, not allowed to ride skateboards anymore. <laughs> but then sometime around um, like 85, when I was like 10 years old, I think got like a board from like, a, it is a big box store, mm-hmm. um, a kamikaze board from like a price club, which is probably equivalent to like a Target or Walmart. Mm-hmm. Or
1: yeah.
3: Um, but I really consider when I really started skateboarding was probably around '88 ish um, when uh, one of the, one of the older neighbor kids got a to board and built a log ramp, and I saw him go off that. Like, <laughs> whoa! whoa. Uh, you know, that's yeah, it was, and that's when it, like my world was really open to like learning tricks mm-hmm. and things, and that's kind of just when I. Started skateboarding, even though I kind of had boards and messed around before. Yeah. Um,
1: cool.
2: What's the first trick you learned?
3: I just going off lawn
2: yeah. That sounds long about long. Like I want to do that, so I'm going to figure that out yeah. first.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, just off I remember, like
3: learning how to ollie up the curb into grabs. Yeah. Like at my elbow school like on the side like and I still remember the feeling from that and that was just
1: up
2: into grass but a lot of fun. I feel like maybe that's what I should do I keep try- I'm trying to learn how to ollie up curbs but I keep launching myself off of it and like skinning my knee and then being scared oh, for like yeah. two weeks <laughs> the there's not a lot of grass in New York yeah I say. <laughs> that's my problem and I
0: you need... definitely have to check that grass for gross things <laughs> <That's> first <fair. laughs>
2: but that's awesome I think that's cool I feel like I'm really interested in talking to people who learned how to skate in the 80s because I feel like now it's almost like pretty prescribed of like your journey like you learn how to do this and you learn how to ollie and then you learn how to grind you know so you know I um,
3: I mean for some for whatever reason like skateboarding really Stuck with me, and like I wasn't interested in doing anything else after I found skateboarding. Like mm-hmm. the other kids, like, moved on to the next mm-hmm. thing, and um, I just kept skating. Um, <laughs> I think uh,
1: I just forgot what your <laughs> question
3: was.
2: <laughs> oh, I was just saying that, like, um skating in the 80s just seems like a little bit more of like a experimental time in terms of like learning how to skate like do you think that you approached it differently than like people starting to skate now would oh for sure
3: because i think i i mean i skated for probably over 10 years before i got a chance to skate my first skate park wow there were no parks there were you know so so I definitely, like, you know, got all flat. was very, very comfortable, you know, like a decade in before I got to skate the first park. Yeah, right. So I think a lot of kids now, you know, get a first board and they're going to the park straight off. So it, it, it influences what you learn, you know, you learn to roll in ramps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, spending more time learning to push or mm-hmm. do, you know, flat ground tricks, you're going straight to, like, trying tricks off, like, a wedge or a pyramid, yeah. but, but sometimes that helps learn faster, and um, I would have had a lot of fun if I would have you know.
2: had, yeah. some quarter pipes or something, but, but it, it, was a, it was
3: a different learning curve,
2: you learn things differently. Yeah, yeah, for well. sure. Um, how long into skateboarding before you found an interest in filming?
3: Um, probably started about the same time yeah um i think uh, well around the same time that i really got it got serious about skateboarding so like you know there was a couple years before that where there was some skateboards around that i messed around mm-hmm. on but like around 88 you know when i discovered and learned tricks mm-hmm. um then i saw um like the pal videos public domain and ban this mm-hmm. and h street um a street video like then my dad had over like an over-the-shoulder VHS camera mm-hmm. um, and you uh, would let me use it so I just take it outside put it on a tripod tell me and my friends going around in a circle you know, just gave us launch ramp yeah Slowly evolved from there and when I graduated from high school like all the money I got from as a graduation gifts, I used that to buy my first like eight millimeter video camera. That's awesome. sick.
2: That's awesome. Do you still watch the the very first videos that you created?
3: <laughs> uh, I need to get them transferred off some tapes and digitized actually yeah. soon before they're not watchable. Anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'd but love to I see those them. on YouTube or something. That'd be so sick.
3: I do have some of them on YouTube.
2: Yeah. I've got some homework to do then.
3: Yeah, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> I love when people mention videos like videos that influence them because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't get a lot of that. I don't know. Yeah. So that's awesome.
3: Yeah, so it was totally different. Like like I wore those VHS tapes out. Like yeah. I watched right. them so much that and actually they weren't even they weren't even like the original copies. Like one of my friends at school <laughs> right. had a copy he let me dub it in exchange for a set of used wheels. Oh, wow. So it was like a dubbed copy. Right. And, um, yeah, and then the skate shop, one of the skate shops near me, they also, um, they used to rent the VHS tapes. Oh, okay. It was like Two or three dollars. That's pretty rent cool. For a couple of days. But then I would just like take them home and dub them. Cause of right. course, obviously. afford to be buying them well videos didn't come out that often right yeah but but, uh but yeah since there was so few you really looked forward to each video and you studied them yeah over and over and over and i still have like parts and you know songs and things like ingrained in my head but my memory is horrible but i remember that stuff (laughs) right
2: (laughs) yeah like a song comes on In the car or something, and you like flash back to a
3: video. But I don't think kids now have that same thing because there's so much content coming out. I don't think they like watch the same thing over and over and absorb it. Yeah, it's just different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) Sorry. What do you think the uh, no, you're good. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: what do you think the pros and cons are between like the video days and the like Instagram days of like consuming and creating skate content?
3: Um, the pros of creating content back then was it like stuck around much longer mm-hmm. and. disposable thing mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean even like yeah you could still remember this person having this video part from something you know you 20-30 know, years ago yeah. but the stuff that comes out now you know it's a one off thing or you know there, there are a few and far betweens, like the element piece video that just came out mm-hmm. you know I think those parts that are part of a whole project will be remembered a bit more than yeah. the individual ones but at the same time the the pros of how it is now is before you would have to wait you know let's say someone on the team is really productive but like you know it takes the whole company maybe like you know four years to make a video mm-hmm. I, you know this this writer has opportunity to have more control of their own career in their mm-hmm. own hands and um, like drive it themselves yeah um, and also another huge pro. Is a benefit for girls, like because yeah. um, like back then, like you were you were at the mercy of these companies or magazines mm-hmm. or things, and you know it, it wasn't maybe their main interest or they had you know different focus. Yeah. I mean they would include okay. here and there, but um, it's totally different. Like the girls are able to put out their own content, and yeah. it. it doesn't happen. And I think what girls have known all along, or what you know is different, is like the girls a lot of them um, don't have to be like the craziest skateboarding they've ever seen or whatever. Yeah. It's inspiring to see girls of all different levels. Yeah. It encourages in them. And like, that would have never happened if it was left to, like, you know, old old videos and
2: That's true. Uh, yeah. You're not going to see, like, a beginner video get put out by yeah. someone. Yeah. But,
3: but, but those, those, those videos are very inspiring for a bunch of girls interested in... Yeah. Starting skateboarding. Yeah. And and even guys too, you know, to see something that's a little bit more obtainable. If you're just watching, you know, someone skate twenty stair handrails or whatever, yeah. it might be cool to watch, but it definitely doesn't motivate you in the same way. I guess. um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello.
3: There's someone at the door here. Don't get, get it. Um, <laughs> can you hear the dog? Loud? It's, fine. it's okay there was
0: one on our side too. yeah somewhere. not mine i'm like that was a new sound for me i was like i don't know where you're coming from yeah. today but
2: um <laughs> that's okay it's kind of like a running joke in our podcast actually like One, just being in Brooklyn, like, we get a lot of, like, ambulances or just, like, people on the street, and then in Amelia's interview, um, her cat was actually meowing in the background the whole time. Yeah, so it's just, like, I think animals are now just, like, included in our podcast. Um, hopefully someone's
1: getting that.
3: Um, but I will say, like, um, you know, I think I was pretty lucky, that one of the first videos I got my hands on was, uh, like, um, the to Public Domain mm-hmm. and that had a small segment in it with, uh, Laurie Rigsby and, and, and Anita Temp, Temp- I- I'm not sure the correct pronunciation of her last <laughs> name, but Anita T. <laughs> and, um, so Laurie Rigsby skated mini ramp. Mm-hmm, um, cool. and Anita skated street as I said before, like a lot of my favorite skaters were got you know Matt Hensley, Templeton, mm-hmm. Ray Barbie. I mean those were all my favorites and you know I skated with got you know only guys back then mm-hmm. and I never and I never felt like I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. because I was real I never that was never in my head at all. Yeah, but when I saw this video and I saw like Anita do a kick clip, was like, oh, she did a kickflip. I could do a kickflip.
0: Yeah, right. Even though I
3: never thought I couldn't do one, mm-hmm. it was definitely motivating in a completely different way to see another girl do it.
2: Totally.
3: So, so I was pretty lucky that I saw that, you know, that that was one of the first videos mm-hmm. that I got. Yeah. Um, and that has always stuck with me. And, and a big part of the reason why I do a lot of the stuff that I do now is knowing that impact that mm-hmm. those few little clips made on me and still have an yeah. impression on me now um and there was so yeah. few out there you know when i started like the side project in 2003 mm-hmm. you know it was mm-hmm. there wasn't much content um and probably the guys at the bigger brands didn't understand that right because you know, that wasn't their experience but i yeah
2: I think that's, like, that really hits home for me because I have a very similar feeling in, like, my learning. I go out and skate with dudes a lot, and, again, like, I never feel like I won't be able to do that when I see guys skate, but then I'll see a girl do something that is approachable for me, but if I saw a guy do it, I wouldn't think that I'm ready for it, but then I'll see a girl do it, and I'm like, oh, wait, I can do that too. Yeah. Um, so it is really interesting, and it, I think... It just coming to me now that guys don't realize how important it is to include women because they'll never get that feeling because they've yeah, yeah. always seen someone who they can mm-hmm. relate to. So they even, we can tell them all day, but they'll just, it'll never yeah. click the same way.
3: And as I said, like, I've, even, I've never even consciously thought about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it just it,
2: that was a weird epiphany that I just got like now, <laughs> and I'm sitting here like doing all women's right. skate podcast and a skate magazine for women so we can have more visibility. So odd. Um, oh. Oh, the cat's a gonna visitor. do
0: something. I'll move her. Hold on, I'm half. We'll take a quick <laughs> podcast pause. For she the likes ca- get all go backwards. Go away. I know you're not happy, but she likes to. S- oh, I'm. Sh- like, to step on the okay. keyboard, um, so
2: we want As to many cats do. do. Um, okay, cool. Hold on one second. let me climb. Oh, no, we're good. So, speaking of <laughs> seeing more women in skate media, yeah. okay. um, would you like to talk about Girls Skate Network a little bit?
3: Okay, I uh, uh, got
2: started. Um.
3: <laughs> uh, I guess i'll start back um you know i was i was always skating and filming um hand in hand and mm-hmm. uh, i got uh, i guess i went to the first all-girl skate jam in 1997 um down in san diego and uh my friends were driving down there and were laughing on the way there well what place are you gonna get first second or third out like the three girls that are gonna be there because i had never right. <laughs> really seen any girls in person other than my friend Ben mm-hmm. there were actually like as into skating as I was who actually were trying to learn tricks or mm-hmm. you know kickflips or anything like that um I don't even know how I found out about this contest because this is you know pre-internet
2: right got a flyer in the mail maybe <laughs> I
3: think maybe a flyer at the skate shop obviously. yeah sick but uh yeah we went down there girls that I had seen like little snippets of or like little video parts like I mean, there was Alyssa Steamer, mm-hmm. Jamie Riz, um, Beth Burnside, Jenna O'Brien, Jessica Van um,
1: Damn.
3: And then a lot of other girls that um, I met that are still some of my really good friends today. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. Monique O'Toole. Um, cause there was just so many. <laughs> and um, That was a big uh like pretty pivotal mo- moment for me like that's when i started like skating with other girls and like mm-hmm. and yeah. i got sponsored by rookie skateboards and um
1: yeah.
3: like they sent me to like slam city jam and like all the world cup contests and it's like the first time on an airplane mm-hmm. you know, going, that's like, awesome. going, like, going like on a trip to go like skate was, yeah like, <laughs> flowing, like is this real but um, I think, and then once I started skating those contests and traveling around with uh, a bunch of these girls, I um, knew a lot of them never had video parts or any footage out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anyone to film them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and there was no incentive for filmers to film them because there was no outlet for it. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so I started, you know, when we'd be like, in Vancouver, like, for Slime CHM, and all the girls would be there, like, we'd go out on missions, I'd be filming, or I'd film the contest, and then put the camera down, take my run. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the camera. And, That's know, so I sick. That's that, like, awesome. I did that for a year or two, but then, like, all the young guns, like, Amy Crone and Vanessa Torres, started coming up, and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just be behind the camera now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they were skating it. Um, yeah but so i started gathering all these footage of the girls and then you know a lot of them when they would travel to la for contest or different things um they would stay with me or i'd be mm-hmm. their tour guide and you know, we'd skate around the city and you
1: yeah.
3: um so i started gathering all this like footage like street footage of these you know top girls from around the world mm-hmm. who were here and um so i started working on putting together a video Probably in the early two thousands, like started gathering footage with the idea to make um, like a skate video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also spo- sponsored by Gala shoes at the time, and they ended up making a video and using a lot of footage that I had collected. Um, so kind of, so that came out in two thousand three. And about that time as well, I uh, I was on the internet and found like this website. Uh, <laughs> Or, like a, like, a program to, like, yeah. build websites. website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very curious just to play around and learn mm-hmm. about it. And um, so I was just building this practice site, and I needed content to put for the practice site just to build And what I had on my computer at the time was all this footage, photos <laughs> yeah. those of these girls that I'd been filming and traveling with. So I just started, you know, using that for this practice site, yeah, and, um, and I wasn't really thinking anybody would see it, really, other than <laughs> my friends that I share it with and things, but uh, shortly after it was up for a little, I started getting emails from girls around the world who had wow. found the site, and, wow. you know, and how much it inspired them, encouraged them, and, you know, one that really sticks out is this little girl who said she had been trying to get her parents to get her a skateboard for a while. And they just kept telling her, no, it was for boys. And she found, she stumbled upon the website and showed her parents. You that's know, awesome. The sk- and then they agreed to get her a skateboard. Damn, so, like, that's here, like, was, like tangible. Like, okay, well, there is a need for this. Right. So, okay, this is no longer just a practice website. This is, <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> this is something. So that, that's how it started. It was really unintentional yeah
2: that's awesome that's so cool I feel like in my life I noticed that the things that end up sticking are the stuff that you (laughs) never really plan on (laughs) sticking with (laughs) like I mean it sounded like you were like yeah like I picked up BMX and whatever and like but pogo sticks, but the skateboard that's like what stuck it's not like you like sought out to be like I'm gonna be a skateboarder you know cool how that works out and I feel like it happens more so on skateboarding than anything just kind of like you end up going with the flow when it works out which yeah,
3: is awesome the video camera one was just around to use it and then just grew into something yeah. you
1: know.
3: but so the side project started in 2003 and then um, I worked together with some friends and made a Villa of "Cola getting a work faster video that came out in 2004 mm-hmm. um, and then and I used to at this time I was filming a lot of the my guy friends who were sponsored at the time Mm -hmm. as well so I was submitting stuff to like um, different like videos Mm -hmm. um, team videos and 411 and things like that but but then I think I really started focusing more on the girls around Mm -hmm. that time frame Mm -hmm. um, just because if I wasn't no one was filming it so it was like the guys had plenty of other people Mm -hmm. they could film with started really focus on the girls actually and and to create content for the website Mm -hmm. that makes
2: sense yeah um and then the natural progression was to start a board company
3: um i mean that didn't happen like what nine years later okay um i i've worked in the skate industry for a long time as a i guess um straight out of high school for a while i I was working at this uh, home improvement store, Mm -hmm. a hardware home improvement Mm -hmm. store, similar to like a Home Depot now. Um, It's called Home Club, Home Base. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I worked there for about seven years. And Mm -hmm. the general manager of that store, his wife was a human resource um, person at Vans. Okay. And um, that was when they were going to open the first Vans skate park. So he had told his wife about me because mm-hmm. uh, he knew I'd skated and um so I was the first person hired for the skate park before oh, awesome. they even had the location pinned down or oh. uh, things and um uh, so I started training at the Vans store but um and I worked there for a bit and then I went on to work at like the skate shop that mm-hmm. a couple of my friends um skated for and then that led to um a giant skateboard distribution mm-hmm. and then after that sold then um black label and destructo and then i was at destructo for 10 years Damn. Oh, cool. um, so over that time um i was always very eager to learn things and um mm-hmm. uh, so like if i was hired as a receptionist or you know different like i would do my work but i'd also like ask the sales department or mm-hmm. you know yeah. accounting or like you know like hey i'm done with my stuff like is there anything i can help you with yeah, yeah. right <laughs> So i'd always take on other stuff mm-hmm. which i didn't know at the time but that was actually like my schooling for starting a business like I learned totally all different um areas of running a company mm-hmm. and then um there had been a couple times through the years where people had had interest in starting like a, a women's brand or girlscape mm-hmm. brand um and had um talked to, to me about being a part of it but um each of the ones that I heard, it just wasn't the right fit for me. Like, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things where, you know, a lot of times when, like, the guys are making, you know, a girl skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Their, what, their idea of what's marketable to one, was different than mm-hmm. mine. Uh, so, and it, and it just didn't seem right at the time. But right. then, um, in 2012, like, early 2012, um, my husband and I got a tax, um, like a tax refund, mm-hmm. um, a small amount, and uh yeah. like, so, do you want to start a uh, like a company with us? because um, he had worked at um, Crimson Skateboards doing some art stuff, and, mm-hmm. um, okay. and that company had went under, and he kind of missed doing some of that stuff. And yeah, thought it might be a fun little project. Um, I didn't really <laughs> fun little project. <laughs> I wasn't setting out to start a company or anything mm-hmm. like that. But at the time, we're thinking about, like, you know, we'd be at some of the major events and, like, like X Games or something like that, where, like, the top ten girls in the world or whatever mm-hmm. skating these contests, and they didn't have board sponsors. Yeah. Or if they did have a sponsor, it was just flow, and mm-hmm. they weren't marketed or weren't. And the generation before that, like, Alyssa Steamer... You know, had a pro board mm-hmm. for Toy Machine, and Vanessa had one for Element, and I had those boards on the wall. And then yeah. when the economy crashed, uh, you know, a lot of the girls were the first ones to get cut. Okay. And there was a the whole generation mm. after that, which were some amazing skateboarders like Alexis Sablon, Princess mm-hmm. Del Santo, Mimi Noob, yeah. uh, Evelyn Bolliard, I mean, Lacey Baker. Like, there was all this, this next generation mm-hmm. that, like, didn't get those opportunities to have a board yeah. or something like that would right. be a part of the team team in that sense um so that was it was it was more for a, like a selfish reason sort
1: of like, <laughs> right hey
3: i, I want I, like i want like a lacey baker board for my wall <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this could just be a small thing and i could you know and even i was thinking even all the girls don't need to ride for this like i don't know if this will be but i can make guest art, you know yeah. guest right. boards, just so each of these girls like have the opportunity to have totally but um um that, well that's how it started that's why <laughs>
2: you're actually putting together like so many dots for me because through doing all of this and a little background of like why we do the podcast is because like I'm the laziest person on earth and will not (laughs) read about skateboarding history and like I learn through like dialogue so like I just started skateboarding two years ago and like there's so much for me to learn um and one of the things that have has kind of been floating around in my mind through doing these podcasts is um you know like the Alyssa steamer generation like a lot of those girls when you talk to them they're like oh yeah you know I never felt any different than the dudes like you know a lot Mm -hmm. of girls went pro they were kind of lumped into the same category and then like I've always wondered like what happened after that generation that girls stopped feeling as included and I think you just kind of hit it like the economy went down and people kind of started just approaching things differently, trying to figure out like what's going to make us the most money, the quickest or whatever.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a two, it's, it's a two part and Mm -hmm. it's, and I think it's different for everybody because I know like, for example, I know my good friend, Kristen, Emily had Mm -hmm. a a very different experience than me. Yeah. Um, Right. And, um, and I know there's plenty of other girls that definitely didn't feel as welcomed mm-hmm. as I did. And I think part of the reason why I probably felt welcomed and a part of the crew is, like, I mean, back then there weren't, yeah, there weren't very many girls skating. So we, well, I mean, if you look at, like, I guess, like, Alyssa, me, like, a lot of girls back then, like, you did not want to stick out. And, like, Right. Like, we wore the same, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school, I think I was, like, 98 pounds, and I was wearing, like, size 38 pants. Oh, my <laughs> God. Double XL t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I, like had to fold the pants over, like, three times and staple them so that they wouldn't droop down so much in between each belt loop. Yeah. Like, you know, wow.
1: Like
3: I definitely was not sticking out as a girl. Like, I was just trying to blend in. And mm-hmm. this was, like, skateboarding clothes. This is what skateboarding wear, And, like, mm-hmm. um... And, and also, you know, there weren't skate parks and there weren't, so we were out like street skating. And I think for the girls to be at that level to where they're street skating and getting on in on session with guys, like you already had to go through so much and like be Mm -hmm. really into skateboarding and got past certain tiers together. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Where. A lot more intimidating for a girl who's learning to step into a skate park and have all those eyes. Like yeah. you know, after a couple of days of skating or something like that. Um, but definitely, yeah. I mean, things were really good in skateboarding for a while. Like, um, like in the, you know, probably early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe really late nineties. Where there was just money. Um, so like companies mm-hmm. did, you know, it, they were doing a lot more. And but yeah, when the I forget what actually what year like the crash really hit most yeah. of the companies hard, but but yeah. that was what it was. It's like you know companies started having to cut back budgets heavy. Yeah, and right. like the, girls, the girls were first to go, and like um, yeah, and it's like well, if they have X amount of budget, are they gonna put it towards like a girl who could reach like this percentage of the demographic or a guy, you know, mm-hmm. this um, even though girls did reach you know right. graphics, but like
2: um we cool. all need to roll our eyes at yeah, not yeah. controlling things any more than we already do <laughs>
1: we know <laughs> but that was definitely it and then
3: but what is so awesome about like this next generation and what's going on now is like girls have their own style and their own yeah. like and they could feel like they could be girly they could have their own style they could you know Mm -hmm. um, which it (laughs) was like I mean I'm sure I would have had a much different experience if I would have tried to go skating
2: Mm -hmm. in
3: girly clothes or something totally Uh, yeah but
2: uh yeah I do think like it's pretty cool now seeing like girls yeah just ripping in dresses
3: being able to be comfortable being girls Yeah. yeah whatever they Totally. Be yourself and be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I have a less impressive question, but why did you name it Meow?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to come up with a name for a company. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So I think uh, we had the idea to start the company, but we couldn't get off the ground until we actually came up with a name. Uh The, um, I mean, we all brainstormed and we're coming up with a bunch of different ones but the one that stuck, um, like meow because at the time, I don't know why, but like all my friends were saying meow instead of hello. Like it was just this. thing. That, that was, sounds like Chris. I was gonna
2: say that is me. <laughs> and,
3: um, and then I just had a vision like, oh we could do so much, fuck things with that yeah. word and uh, But yeah, it was just like yeah. a really weird thing where everyone was just saying meow to each other as, I love that. Um, and I love then even that. like once we started it, but it hadn't been announced yet, like the Malouf Money com- Con contest. Right after that, like we went to it, and then like I think the Border guys or something were announcing maybe Shaper or something, and like the whole contest, like he just started going meow 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 meow, meow, meow. Then, like this so like that. Then, yeah. Like, we drove to Australia, posted something like on Facebook or something, like a bunch of meows, and I had to actually write them. And I was like, hey does that mean anything to you like you know uh, right like, do have another meaning yeah but like, you know, i like no we just friends. I was like okay good yes, <laughs> I that. that's so funny I want to make sure some of that, like right button,
0: but, yeah, but... yeah I love that okay I love
2: yeah. a nice simple answer to a question <laughs> yeah. like
3: that honestly it's like just
2: <laughs> because yeah
3: like I yeah it was just picturing yeah all the things we could
0: do totally before. Like, I wasn't sure you if you had, like, a bunch of cats or you were always obsessed with, like, I was very curious.
3: I do love cats. Actually, I love all animals. But, yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
3: My husband is extremely allergic to cats, so. Oh. Um, so we have rabbits and our dog instead, but. Uh. There you
2: go. <laughs> so now you get to appreciate your love for cats via skateboard graphics, which I'm not <laughs> mad at. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome. Damn, I have so many questions, and everything you say relates to all of the questions that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, which is, yeah, it's so rad. I'm so glad we got the chance to, like, get you to chat with us. I don't want to take too much of your time, like, trying to, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, prioritize, but I guess I'll just, like, kind of, like, see how this goes. Um, I think, let's stick with me now, and, uh, You've mentioned a little bit about Rookie, and I feel like Rookie seems to be, like, a pretty important moment in a lot of, like, women's skateboarders' lives during that time. What's your experience with Rookie and, like, other sponsorships that influence how you run Meow?
3: I think Rookie was so ahead of its time, and honestly, one of the best companies ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I- run by you know it was owned by um elska sandor and katherine uh, lyons and then they had a- another friend helping them for a bit but uh, yeah it was just these two girls like running this company out of new york and it was the the first time that any company like that had like really resonated with me like mm-hmm. there have been a couple like girls companies or that tried to but they were always like try like oh, I felt like almost overly trying to make them girly mm-hmm. yeah um like to make it very clear these are for girls yeah uh-huh. everything's like, pink look like <laughs> it was it was owned by women and and it, you know it started off with the you know all women team mm-hmm. um but you would never know it yeah like, the product really good design uh, really just the way they handled everything yeah um, you would never know and um, you know they it's funny and it was like really respected within the industry like all these girls are doing like this really cool thing and one of the things that um, (laughs) was kind of funny to me I'm sure they got good and bad feedback for this, but they eventually started adding some guys to the team. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing feedback from a lot of the guys who were actually bummed on that. Like, <laughs> bummed that they added guys. Yeah. It the thought it was so cool that like, girls were doing this cool thing. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, exclusive
2: um, to girls. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, I was going to oh. say in the second part, I guess, about how you relate that to Meow now, that experience. Um, they
3: were a huge inspiration, yeah. and, like, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> um, just the way, yeah, it, it, you know, it supported female writers, but it wasn't this thing, like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: it was just, like, what the girls on the team liked, Yeah. Right. and, and most of it wasn't girly
1: stuff
3: and yeah. whatever and I, I think um that's one of the things when um we started me yeah, I was like okay well this you know has like all-female team or whatever and when we made the first t-shirts you know it's like okay well this is like you know this girl's company we should make some girl you know t-shirts that are like mm-hmm. girls cuts or whatever but a lot of the companies yeah well that I guess that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Uh,
3: there had been a couple all the companies that made stuff for girls it seemed like the stuff that they made was stuff that I didn't really wear mm-hmm. Right. like you know the shirts were really small yeah. like, you know
2: short yeah. why are the sleeves so short on like girls t-shirts it makes no sense
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but I have really bad farmer tan from filming in the sun so I can't do those but right. uh, <laughs> like, people are expecting us, or I thought people would be expecting us to have, like, some women's cut or whatever, so I figured, Mm -hmm. like, it would appeal to a wider audience for those girls, like, Mm -hmm. but for, like, the team, I know a 100% of my team, like, they were just wearing, you know, a men's smaller medium. Yeah. Like, you know, a slim slim fit, smaller medium, um, so I made both to start with, Mm -hmm. but, um, Hardly sell any like actual women's cut tees. Yeah, it's most girls who I guess are drawn to our brand, like yeah, they uh, <laughs> you know, medium's probably are top-selling size. Yeah, yeah. But that is a little difficult. I've noticed when it comes to selling to other like you know distributors or other mm-hmm. online shops or whatever who wants to put meow in their women's category on the website or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then the sizes, so it's listed as yeah. a women. So if you order a women's, you know, if you think you're ordering a women's large and you get a men's large, so that's, yeah, yeah. Right. that has been a little bit difficult. Um, to yeah. Explain, like unisex
0: sizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm working on that too with all, I do all of our merch yeah. stuff as well. And I'm like, I've learned that I basically order two extra larges ever and I cut all the larges down, like, every mm-hmm. order. It's, like, I learned, you learn so much as that goes by. Yeah. I've never, we're actually going to be releasing a tank top, and it's, like, our first, like, like women's, women's shirt, because we do unisex. But it's good to offer, but Yeah. It's good
1: to offer, like, and we do, like, you
0: know, there were a
3: couple girls on the team that would wear, you know. Some, yeah. Some, like, I just want to have the range to, totally. by, by far, the most popular for us, which... <laughs> you know starting a skateboard company for women would think to make you
2: know right a unisex kind of vibe but they're
3: like oh you know this is already out here we need to make this specific for the yeah girls but most girls who skate you just have to look at what the most most girls skate but then there's also and that's another thing it's not one size fits all yeah Mm -hmm. and that's what um you know hoopla started you know hoopla was around Mm -hmm. and started before and Mimi and Kerbeth are really good friends of mine, mm-hmm. and I really loved what they were doing, mm-hmm. and it was really, and, and they're another inspiration for why I started now. Totally. But, um, so I really loved what they were doing, but at the time, there were really like the whole team was pretty much, um, like full birch skaters, mm-hmm. and um, and the same thing, I was like, why, like, and none of the shirts really. It were the cut that, um, yeah. Or, or thing, and I was like, what? Like, I want to be supporting this brand, yeah. Because these are friends, but it just didn't fit me, yeah, yeah.
1: right.
3: And then I was like, well. And then I was looking at like, you know, my other friends like Amy, Vanessa, mm-hmm. you know, Lazy, and all this and I was like, well, they don't fit this e- either. Like, right. it's not one size fits all. Like, <laughs> totally. It's, it's companies for women. It's like there's one in New skate street, there's and then Silly Girl is also doing their thing, totally. but they had a different. Bit, you know, like yeah, but there was nothing for like the street
2: girls. Yeah, stuff, or, um... that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that, in terms of visibility, and like the kind of order in which I saw it, like I kind of saw like, more bold transition, yeah, coverage of women, and then I started seeing more street. You know, after the, um, Alyssa Steamer era, as we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. to keep it consistent Speaking hello the New
0: York yeah, noises uh, motorcycle
2: Jamie,
1: Jamie as well
2: yeah like. I know Jamie was Um. we talk about Jamie a lot in the podcast that's so why I was trying to like bring it back to a different skater because we of, um interviewed her as but, well but I mean yeah what like
3: Alyssa and Jamie yeah. did I mean Jamie wrote for real and was actually in the real video real to real like that like totally you know and like the
1: stuff
0: she was doing yeah was I, I really was gonna say that I think that we have to draw like a mind map or a web of how all of our guests are starting to know each other I because <laughs> it's, it's been which is really exciting to yeah. be able to kind of connect I feel like all these dots like you're probably
2: very like central to a lot of our yes. guests so it's <laughs> awesome too I think that's probably why you're connecting so many dots for me actually yeah very very true very true Um, I think it's cool I definitely okay Uh, (laughs) speaking of you being very central to women's skateboarding I think that like you are a little bit um what's the word I'm looking for like less now I'm like uh. (laughs) wow I'm at a loss for words let's mark the date in the calendar (laughs) Um Lisa you just make me so nervous <laughs> um I think that you you're just more important to skateboarding than I think like the rest of the world knows and I think that I want to hear a little bit more about women's skateboard that is alliance so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um and I uh yeah just like women's skateboard Alliance like what you kind of do behind the scenes and um from there, I feel like that's going to like lead into your thoughts on keeping women's skateboarding separate from men's in contests. I don't know if that's true, but um, let's just start with the <laughs> Women's Skateboarding Alliance and what that does and your part in that. It,
1: uh, the uh,
3: It started off as the Alliance, um, like Mimi and Karabith and their um, friends. Different- Drew Mearns started it. Um, it was, like, a non-profit, just something to advocate, to be a voice for the women in, mm-hmm. like, the competition scene, really. Yeah. Because um, at the time, like, X Games and different events like this, um, X Games in particular, um, you know, there was, a, there was a huge prize purse right? In property, but that wasn't the main part of it. Like, even bigger was just like the girls were always such a afterthought. Mm-hmm. That a lot of the girls like, you know, this was the biggest event of the year or whatever, and a lot of the girls like sometimes sometimes invites wouldn't go out until like a week or two before the event, right? But, you know, and plan like, and then um, you know, and then you know, first place, you know, this is this corporate company with all these big sponsors, and like this first place you know, maybe made enough to, like, cover their travel and hotel to get uh. into the event, like, um, you know, where the, the like, a guy's first place would be 50000 women other uh, like right. than But again, more than just the money, it was just about, like, yeah, getting that invite out, mm-hmm. or, or, or really pushing for exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know the women got no airtime no um no coverage mm-hmm. no so it would never grow with that pace so yeah. there was really a push to like you know at least put some highlights of the girls events mm-hmm. in like in the coverage or different mm-hmm. things and and to you know probably like raise the prize purse enough that at least like the top Competitors that would cover their travel there, yeah. right? <laughs> things like that. Yeah. With the goal for it to keep going up each year mm-hmm. until it could be equal. And, um, and then that, so that, that, that was kind of how the, mm-hmm. the Action Sports Alliance started. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a nonprofit, and it was just like a way to get all the. a voice for all the girls mm-hmm. you know, see, with some of these events and things like that. And then um, it wasn't until much later um, we uh, we started another like um, kind of branch off of that, mm-hmm. like um, a consulting, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, women's Skateboarding Alliance, where uh, okay. we uh, we help run events, mm-hmm. like cool. help run the women's events for X Games, Dutour. Tour.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we did Street League and other things like that, yeah. or or different companies looking. Um. Uh, for like casting or yeah, mm-hmm. just anything. <laughs> actually, just to help be a voice for a lot of the girls, or yeah. you know, help make sure the right people are in place for different things, or have the right opportunities, mm-hmm. and uh, and creating more opportunities.
1: Yeah, that's totally. Awesome.
3: <laughs> this is a lot of work behind the scenes just creating
0: <laughs>
3: them. Mm-hmm. Like a... Yeah. But yeah. Um, Mimi does
2: mm-hmm uh you mentioned street <laughs> league and um they're they've pretty recently just started having women's competitions right my yeah um I mean who, who's I should, defining recently but <laughs>
3: Eileen Oliver worked over there and got us um, meetings with them, mm-hmm.
1: um,
3: with Mimi and Kim, Woozy. Um, you know, when we were starting women's skateboarding, Alliance, or may- maybe a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really pitching, you know, to for them to have like a women's event mm-hmm. in there. And it, it took a couple of years, yeah, yeah. Um, before they actually added it. And I mean. I think a large, I think a large reason, and I think the reason it was eventually added is actually, you know, the Olympics were on the horizon, mm-hmm. and for for any sport to be an Olympic event, there has to be um, men's and women's mm-hmm. division to equal. Um, so for skateboarding to be considered for the Olympics, there had to be like, mm-hmm. um, women's <laughs>
1: events like that to.
3: Yeah. Well, but.
1: Um, the dog's really with stoked you. about this. <laughs> in the yeah, Olympics. women. Yeah. <laughs> but,
3: uh, yeah. yeah. Now, now, Street League is a part of like world and qualification system
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, for um,
1: upcoming Olympics. So.
2: That's cool. Yeah, I actually. <laughs> It's cool hearing that because I kind of heard it just through the grapevine that (laughs) Street League adding women's was directly influenced by like necessitating showing that's a co ed sport for the Olympics to accept it. So interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We can all thank you for (laughs) including
1: (laughs) just kidding
2: (laughs) i'm not trying to start weird rumors (laughs) i think even with that kind of stuff though too like although
0: maybe it wasn't necessarily like the the push for women to be included was not necessarily because they like maybe felt not i'm not putting words in your mouth but from my perception like it if it was because they wanted to be included in the Olympics, so they kind of had to include women. I think regardless, like, the fortunate part is that's shown so many yeah. people that, like, women actually should do this, and now they're kind of getting on board, no mm-hmm. pun intended, to, <laughs> to kind of be like, right, I sh- we should have probably thought about this. Not, I'm not speaking about, like, SLS or anything in specific, yeah. but it's like, oh, yeah, that actually does have some validity that mm-hmm. women – actually, you want to do this and are marketable, which isn't a reason to want to do it, but...
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, in an indirect way, you know, whatever the, you know... Yeah. You you can't really measure it. Who really knows on some of these Mm -hmm. things? You can't really tell. But I think with, like, you know, the stuff with the Olympics coming up and they're needing to be that equal, like, men's and women's, like, Mm -hmm. thing, which... A lot of these events now are including women or whatever, and yeah. that that stuff just helps grow it. Where yeah. there's more visibility, and then when there's more visibility, or there's more, stuff, then like these girls get more sponsorships, and those yeah. sponsorships make them even more visible, which sparks more younger girls getting into skateboarding, or their parents seeing mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. thinking it's okay for their daughter, or and it's totally. just like a snowball effect. Yeah. And like um, and I said like there's been a couple times in the past where it's, oh, it's almost like a roller coaster, where, you know, you know when I started skating, there were, like, I never saw any other girls. Well, except, you know, those couple of women in the video. So, uh, I mean, I guess um, that was more than there were some other times. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> right. right. But, so I came into skateboarding not really thinking there was much of a difference, because I saw those girls in one of the first videos I saw, mm-hmm. right? But then you didn't see any for a long time after that. Yeah. And then there was, like, this other generation were like Alyssa and Jamie Reyes and Carabeth Burnside mm-hmm. were had some color and were doing things and it's like, oh, this is growing, things are changing. Yeah. And then it'd drop off again. And then there's a yeah. era with like gallows and like you mm-hmm. know, Eddie's did a full women's team which they did a really great job with. Mm-hmm. And they you know, these teams had budget to like really put into the women's team and help them with travel and make some videos and things like that. And it's like, oh and then there was, you know, the younger girls who are progressing at a you know, faster rate, like Vanessa Torres,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and Amy Crone, um, there's definitely a handful. And it's like, Oh, this is it. Like right. now it's happening. Yeah. And then that drops off again. <laughs> you know, but I've seen many ups and downs where I'm like, Oh, it's changing, this is it. Yeah. And it like drops again. But I definitely feel like this time it's different. I feel like, yeah. it's, like it's a different tipping point. Okay. And um, I mean, I can't say for sure, but mm-hmm. I do think the Olympics <laughs> forcing inclusion <laughs> right. is, is actually a, a pretty big part. Yeah. That's a pretty big competition side and maybe help definitely help them with sponsorships yeah right bigger companies that are looking for you know these are Olympic hopefuls like that's a lot of eyeballs yeah on that so um they're putting more money I think into sponsorship but another super huge factor and maybe even more of a factor is just like how social media Mm -hmm. and um, um I mean I think there was social media before which it had been growing and just even just the internet and social media but i think instagram with videos totally. so like everyone yes. having a video camera on their phone mm-hmm. and like instagram an easier way to share and the hashtag i think that is probably the biggest factor in totally. this growing women's scene and like you know these women are growing their own audience or mm-hmm. following for different reasons too like you know there's There's some girls who are like the, you know, top competitors in these big events, and they got falling for that, and then there's other girls who are skating for fun and doing totally different things, but they inspire a whole other group of girls who are more attracted to that, and there's like all these different groups, but like you could find something for everybody, and and around the world too, to connect, and I think that is what is sparking this growth and Mm -hmm. interest, which would have never happened. If the girls
2: would have had to rely on like yeah vhs videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah the,
3: the old school like industry yeah media outlets this is
0: totally. making me so excited honestly to have this conversation because i feel like like as you're saying now how everything has shifted so much and mm-hmm. like social media and all of that i feel excited to be able to share these sort of stories that like might not have been documented as you're saying in the past Mm -hmm. like with you or speaking to jamie or speaking to amelia even uh, earlier in the podcast season it's like the people that didn't necessarily get a lot of that exposure that have been so behind the scenes it's cool to be able to like Mm -hmm. go back and historic like do the little historian yeah aspect of skateboarding
2: now that is true
3: was it like even before like stuff yeah like social media and stuff <laughs> like a company a company like meow wouldn't have really been possible or really wouldn't have sustained mm-hmm. because it would rely on that guy you know, that shop buyer
0: right content mm-hmm.
3: to be able to get that product in front of, you know, someone or whatever. But we were able to start and just like, you know, start off just on the website. I wasn't even like I knew like cold calling shops with this new company, with the women's team, like with okay, the shop in I don't know Idaho, maybe like maybe a you know there's been one girl who comes into the shop here or maybe yeah works, right like not really enough to justify them like filling the shelves with like a brand that um like like meow maybe yeah yeah but but I knew that like these girls you know there are Vanessa Torres fans who mm-hmm. would love a Vanessa Torres sports and those girls would seek it out and you know, that's available through the website or wherever they could get it or, you know, we grow the following on Instagram. Like we don't have thousands of dollars to do an ad and
0: totally. You mm-hmm. know,
3: Thrasher or, or you know, these huge things, especially from the get go. Yeah. But we were able to start small and grow it and the awesome thing is once we started growing it, then we started getting shops mm-hmm. contacting us. That's and awesome. People coming in. That's how you know uh, it's and real. Yeah. <laughs> like distributors contacting us. Wow. Yeah. Get, like the feedback. And, um, and then there was also, like, you know, some of the shops or distributors that were actually really supportive and the ones who contacted us to get stuff, they would even call back and be. And these were the guys that were really supporting us. And they were even shocked at how quickly or how well the stuff was selling. Was selling. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. You
1: know,
3: um, and I think then once it got going and, and I think they were shocked to see that lots of guys were buying the product as well you know
2: there's oh, cool. like
1: lots of guys um buying the
2: boards and skating mm-hmm. on the support. that's rad that's awesome I'm glad to hear that um damn <laughs> we talked about so much um the last thing I wanted to talk about is having two meow skaters on the Olympic team how's that feel
3: <laughs> Um, I'm so thrilled. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of all of them. So like, I know I know is my company, and I'm very (laughs) very stoked for Lacey and Mariah. Yeah. Um, But I'm equally stoked for Alexis and Jen. Oh (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. um, I'm fans of all of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah that's awesome I think I'm just so stoked to see like like this is such a historical moment just in the Olympics in general I feel like but for skateboarding and then for women in skateboarding it just kind of like compiles and I feel like it's kind of a shining moment I think you're right I think that with the the kind of momentum from social media and then like the exposure heightened by the Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is kind of that, that tipping point for women in skateboarding, that exposure to kind of, the exposure to kind of stick and actually, like, work for real and work for women in skateboarding and really help them get to do it for a living, for real, for real.
3: <laughs> One of the most exciting things for me is, uh, like, a all of the international girls and the opportunities they're, they're getting. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's not that way in the, in the States, and some of these girls, you know, have already been skating some of these contests and have sponsors to get to some areas, but there's just going to be this growth worldwide. Yeah. Because yeah. lots of different countries, sport is funded by government, oh. and, um, and with the inclusion into the Olympics, they get, like, funding to mm-hmm. support skateboarding and, you know, maybe even, you know, a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing, like, Cool. a lot of different girls mm-hmm. from other countries get an opportunity to travel yeah you know to these events like Street League Rio mm-hmm. and, and you know over the next two years um, so they're getting the opportunity to travel the world and I think the generations coming up behind them you know, the, you know, girls are getting exposed younger and they're going to have the opportunity. So it's just going to keep growing from there. Yeah, yeah definitely. But the growth of it worldwide and the opportunities um, that these girls will get is one of the most exciting parts about this whole thing.
2: Totally. I could not agree more. Damn. <laughs> awesome. um, I feel like I covered everything I wanted to talk about. What did I miss? You 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 have so many facets to you. What a, um actually, what do you do outside of the skateboarding industry?
3: Um, that is it for now. Um, I mean, as I said I was uh, you know after Giant Distribution went under, I um you know black label and Destructor were part of Giant Distribution, and they pulled out when um when that sold off, and then so I started working. For both of them ind- independently, but mm-hmm. then um, it turned into a full-time job at Structo, and I was there for a little over 10 years, mm-hmm. um, and then up until about three years ago uh, when I had my son, and then, uh, I was planning on still like doing some work from home, and then, yeah. but um, it was a lot more time-consuming than I ever
1: imagined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I can imagine. <laughs>
3: Between that and... Um, yeah i uh ended up uh yeah um quitting destructo yeah and so now i just uh take care of my son and work on meow every free uh
2: (laughs) you've got two babies essentially meow and your son right (laughs) and
3: then i still do like um, work with uh women's skateboarding alliance Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i do like freelance projects um
1: cool
3: um video
1: footage
2: for certain freelance stuff so i have a lot of little freelance stuff awesome cool Cool. wow thank you so much is there anything else you want to ask your last question all right well before i ask my last question is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about You're like no <laughs> I feel like we covered so I know my things. brain I'm like, like kind of hurts I feel I like I gained so it. much information and I feel like I could also learn so much more from you like I already want to like call you up and ask about help with like how we could organize we our exist. skate contests better yeah
0: that's, <laughs> that's a good one
2: so you're um whether you like it or not I'm gonna be emailing you for like <laughs> questions so you can low-key be our mentor <laughs>
3: that's fine yeah Oh. Um, thank you. Like it's so awesome to see like like you said, like you've only been skating for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Or but what you guys have created
1: um, oh is awesome. Don't thank make, make us you very cry. Much, know, like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: thank you. Thank you. Um, well, part of our mission is to get girls to start skating since mm-hmm. we're two beginners starting yes. this, so What is your advice to girls who want to start skating?
3: I would say like, um... see, (laughs) it's really fun. Just start. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get a lawn (laughs) tramp. They want to start skating, but there's no other girls around them, or they don't have, you know, different reasons why. But I think you guys are a perfect example of, like, you know, maybe this girl somewhere in the Midwest, like, really wants to get into skateboarding or really wants to do something, but feels... Yeah, I like I always hear like right. there's no other girls around here to skate with. There are, mm-hmm. One thing like you know you don't only have to skate with girls. There are plenty of guys who yeah. are you know, it is a different thing. Like it is right. awesome though when you can find your like crew of girls. Yeah. Like it's a whole different motivation. But you could still get into skateboarding and, you know if you find the right group of guys totally it's just as fun as well. But or same <laughs> thing like if if you want that group of girls to skate with or if you want that like make it happen like yeah uh, I think a lot of girls say like oh like I'm not good enough or like I don't Mm -hmm. know but like you guys are a perfect example like you made it happen like it's very impressive what you guys have been able to create and because you just built it and it it proves like you don't have to be skating for 10 years and you know be in all these you know right. in these events to create like a community yeah and, yeah you know, some really awesome things and uh and if you need any examples definitely look at skate like a girl <laughs> yes and, yes like, yes yes so many people doing awesome things totally um
1: but you or go to girlskatenetwork.com
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah for some inspiration yeah so,
3: and girls skate Evolved over the years where, um, you know, I used to be create like it used to be a majority of content that I was creating mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as I was out filming blog cams and you know doing all that um, all the time. And yeah, you yeah. so, know, I mean, the media has kind of shifted mm-hmm. in the last couple of years where you know now it's more social media based, like, not as many people go to websites, yeah, um, they're you know, get most of their content from like Instagram, and social media, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so, over the last couple of years, I think uh, Girls Skate Network have kind of, like, shifted more to be, like, a digital archive mm-hmm, of cool. women's skateboarding. And, um, you know, there's, uh, it's still a work in progress, and I'm still adding things in or whatever, but, um, but I think it's, uh, hopefully, using that as a place to share things like what you guys are doing. You know, there's all these groups doing mm-hmm. really awesome things. Yeah. I want to create a place where, you know, someone new to skateboarding can look at it, find people like you, or skate yeah. like a girl, yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. like, all these different people doing awesome things, or learn about the history. Yeah.
2: Know,
0: yeah.
3: Um, Definitely.
2: I think something that I use it for, too, like, when I know that a contest recently happened, and I didn't really get to watch it, or I didn't really know where to find the footage, like, I know that I can go to Girls Skate Network and find, like, the content footage. Which, that, I really appreciate that. Is that is
3: getting harder and harder.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's it not promise it forever.
3: It, it used to be where there was just, like, five events a year, you know? Like, right. Like, it was, like, hard to find content to put up. A, like right. But there are so many contests happening all over the world, I feel like. <laughs> um it's, hard. it's really hard
0: to keep up now. Yeah, um, it is. Um, it um, is. At least
2: I think it sounds like you need an intern, so <laughs> let's put it out there and <laughs> put it out into the universe. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job, and I certainly yeah. appreciate it because yes. I feel, we feel the same way. We're like, oh, we really should keep up with the blog, but, oh, there's so many other things, and there's so many right. things happening. So kudos to you for doing all the things that you do and still being able to run Oops, that sorry. because – it is it's an asset for us certainly yeah um and just to kind of circle back on your your point of a lot of girls saying I don't have other girls to skate with something that actually happens a lot on our Instagram is that we get DM saying hey I really want to learn how to skate but I really want to skate with girls do you know any girls in my neighborhood or like in my town and mm-hmm. I'll literally just like put out an Instagram story that says like hey who's from blah 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 Wyoming and like somehow someone always dms us back like oh i know someone there who skates and i'll be like cool can i link this person who dm'd us and they do and that's another just like kind of amazing thing about social media yeah so just dm us i guess is my answer to the <laughs> girls who say that they don't know any other girl skaters in their area <laughs> yeah yeah
0: the power of social media yeah yeah
1: well cool. oh, thank you so much lisa yeah,
2: thank
0: you so much this is awesome. thanks for listening to quell party show us some love by subscribing or leaving a review check out our instagram for constant updates at quell skate and submit to our magazine on quellskate.com thanks for joining the party